Don't think healthcare professionals have any business experience? Think again. No topic is off limits as we share tales from our brave hosts who will always tell it like it is. We are hashtag no filter healthcare here to guide you through your healthcare journey are your hosts, Taylor Dunn and Tamara Donda. We want to thank our sponsor Uptime Health, the leading healthcare equipment and compliance management software company for bringing this podcast to fruition. Visit UptimeHealth.com to learn more. Let's get started. Welcome to hashtag no filter healthcare. I'm your co-host Taylor Dunn. And I'm your other co-host, Tamara Donda. And on today's episode, we are going to be talking about LinkedIn. Is LinkedIn the Instagram of B2B? That is the question. You know, I think that everybody's always looking for LinkedIn tips. And just like any other social media platform, they change so often that it can be so hard to keep up. And so we definitely want to dedicate this episode to LinkedIn and kind of make it a crash course for anyone that's listening Um, to try and build your network and kind of understand the platform a little bit. So I still think that a lot of people today don't even use LinkedIn. Have you noticed that? Like there are so many business owners that I like have connected in various situations, like in person. And I look them up on LinkedIn and I'm like, you don't have a profile on LinkedIn. (laughs) And I don't want to, I don't want to be mean, but like, Come on. <laughs> it's, so, it's the first thing I do actually is me when too. I meet a new person, I go to find them on link, LinkedIn. It's me almost uh, like second nature for me. And then when I can't find them, I'm like frustrated and I'm like, wait, do like, do I have their name right? Do I have their company right? And yep. most of the time it ends up leading me to their company page and learning more about their company. And I feel like that's a natural habit for a lot of people. So if you don't have a LinkedIn, it is worth the time and effort to make it um, a really nice profile that people can actually find you. Um, especially if you if you value networking, it's a no brainer. This is networking, and a lot of people don't realize it truly has become, in my opinion, the Instagram of B two B, a hundred percent. And people will post like you know I t- we tend to a lot of shows and. I am not kidding you. Every single week I see posts from my colleagues and people in my network taking pictures together and talking about their experiences just the way you would have with Instagram. (laughs) No, it's really cool. And I feel like it's also that mindless scroll that people do in the middle of their workday. Most of the time, they're not even looking at Instagram anymore. Um, They might peek in on it. But most of the time I'm on my LinkedIn. That's my like middle of the day break. I'm like, okay, what's going on? (laughs) Under work hours, I feel like LinkedIn's good. And then you like end your day with like Instagram reels, you know, just to kind of separate yourself from the business life. But one thing I have noticed is that the way that people are posting content on LinkedIn these days has been more like lifestyle focused. Haven't you noticed that? Like, a lot of people are are kind of leaning away towards the stuffy business posts and actually like talking about their real life. Like, for example, I post that picture of Roy, like at Women in DSO. And it gained like all this traction. And I was like, whoa, it's just this, you know, photo of my son in front of a sign. But at the same time, like that's what people want to see. They want to see the real life, the person behind the brand. We talk about this all the time. And I feel like LinkedIn is definitely leaning on that side of content. Um, so I, I love to see it because of course it's a way for you to separate from your work day a little bit, um, but also kind of maintain those relationships too. 
yeah, you're building trust with people without even putting any effort into it because they're understanding who you are as a person and what you value. Um, with that post about your son, people are like, she has a family. She values her family and the time that she spends with them. And, and so automatically that makes you um, more of an attractive person to want to talk to. They, they're like, I can open up to this person because they get it because I've got young kids at home. So I'm not threatened to talk to this person now. So it just like opens up a completely new door for you. Um, and I also love when I see companies making sure that they're posting articles that are relevant to the industry that they're in as a whole. And it doesn't have to be related to your company at all. Um, you know, like we do equipment management and maintenance and compliance, and I could post about um, a cool surgery that is a new way to do surgery. I, you know, who knows what could come up on my feed. And I'm like, wow, that's really interesting and really informative for the people that I know that I'm connected with. And that allows a ripple effect where all of a sudden they're looking at that post and they're looking at my profile and then they're looking at where I work and now they're interested in looking at my company. So, you know, you have to think about it in a different way, but it's completely um, a mindset you have to kind of switch to that this is a way to draw attention to like-minded people. Absolutely. And sharing is not the only way to do that, right? Like a lot of people think, oh, I just need to share, you know, ample amount of content all the time. And that's not the case. Go on to those companies. Like you mentioned, if somebody were to post something really interesting about, um, about a new surgery. Uh, great. We'll comment on it, you know, like, I, like tell them that you really enjoyed it, you know, let people know. I think, um, I think comment interactions have to be the most substantial in my opinion. You know, it, it's a way for you to also get more eyes onto your content too, by participating in other conversations. So for example, like if you are looking for, um, you know, potential new hire, right? So LinkedIn's great for that, for recruiting purposes. Um, there's a way for you to also see like, hey, this this person is really interested in a job or is out of a job and posted on, on LinkedIn about it. Comment on it. You know, let them know that like, hey, we're always looking to hire. Like if you're interested, send me your CV or, you know, PM me, private message me um, and we can get in touch. You know, I think that there's a level of engagement there that you have to really just know that you need to participate. It's just like conversations in person. You need to have a two-way conversation. It's the same way on social media. Don't look at it just one way. Right. And also I noticed like for me personally, I didn't use LinkedIn uh, up until about two years ago. I had a profile, but it was the basics, like hardly had any information about me. <laughs> I don't even know if it had a profile picture. And if it did, it was super outdated. So um, and then I had a coworker of mine come up to me and be like, hey, you know, you should probably put some effort into your LinkedIn because I, I came across it the other day and like, there's nothing on there. And I'm like, oh, seriously, like <laughs> this matters. <laughs> and, and then honestly, it re has really helped me from a networking standpoint um, and just having as much information filled out as possible. I am sure there are things on there that I'm constantly having to update. However, it is a full profile. Like you go to my LinkedIn and everything that I can think of is filled out in some capacity. Um, and also people are truly looking to see how many people you're connected with. I notice if people have under that 500 plus mark, <laughs> instantly I am triggered to think they don't use their LinkedIn. 
Isn't that the weirdest thing? Like I truly, that's like naturally, (laughs) they don't use LinkedIn if they have less than 500 people. I don't know. It's just a mental thing. I don't know. Do you you do that too? I don't. (laughs) It's just like that Instagram check mark, like that very, you know, you feel that and you're just like, okay, you got to have that. (laughs) Yeah, no, so um, I mean, um, make those connections. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. And I, I think we are kind of leading into that in the direction of this conversation for best practices because we are the type of people that we want to give you key takeaways, right? We talked about obviously the importance of LinkedIn and we definitely think you should be on it if you are anyone in the United States or even outside of the United States need to be on LinkedIn. I I was going to say anybody that has a job, but really, no, you can have no job and still need to be on LinkedIn because that's how you find a job. So get on LinkedIn, you know, I think it's already just an important thing to do. So moving forward into best practices, we talked a little bit about optimization and and there's certain techniques that you can do on your profile. Um, you know, and, and obviously LinkedIn is expanding every day. So even this episode may be outdated, but looking at your profile, there's certain things and, and keywords that you can apply. So really look at your profile and almost do an audit, right? Am I telling people what I do? Am I telling people what I'm good at? And if I'm not remove it, because you really don't need unnecessary information about your previous job history if it doesn't pertain to what you're doing right now. Um, Like, for example, I am like many other Americans and have gone through sales specific roles that were just not in my industry. They didn't provide me much, you know, value in my life other than the experience, right? Um, For me, it wasn't necessary to include all of those other, you know, previous roles that I had during college or, you know, as a server or a waitress, because in in my role and now it just didn't pertain to that, like it didn't match up. So don't feel the need to display every little thing like your CV. Don't think of LinkedIn as your CV. Um, You know, think of LinkedIn as a way for you to put yourself forward as a thought leader, right? So what are you really good at? What do you know? And what do you feel confident about um, on the day-to-day? And put that, you know, in your tagline or in your keywords as your service offerings. Um, Make things more human-centered, right? So the content is not just, I do branding. So please, please, by the way, do not look at my LinkedIn profile. Please do not. Like I, you guys, I spend so much time doing things for other people that I do not have time to do things for myself. I wish I did. And I would, trust me, I'm telling myself right now I should be doing that. But definitely, you know, make yourself out to be the person that you are and put that forward, right? So make sure that you are letting people know what you do now, be relevant, right? Even if you have to update it, just like you would a status on AOL. I don't know if we have any millennials listening to us. You know, you would would change your status, change your status on LinkedIn, you know, your little tagline uh, regularly, you know, let people know what you're up to because you never know if somebody stumbles across that and says, oh my gosh, they're looking to get a new job. Well, great. I'm hiring. So there you go. Right. And it's constantly something that you will evolve. It's so you know, you don't change it for a year and then be like, okay, I'm good now. <laughs> you have to always update it and be relevant. As Tamara said, it's just, it's, it honestly will take you 10 minutes if you really think about it, but it's an important step. And then also going back to like the connections that you're making um, and building that network of, you know, 500 plus. Um, one other thing I've noticed recently, just within my own habits is 
if I'm adding, if I'm looking to add someone that I'm like truly trying to connect with because I don't, I don't know them really well, but I know that they, you know, are someone I want to talk to or even message. Um, and I might've met them maybe one time. So they don't really know me that well. Um, I am, if I have connections with them, they are more willing to accept my invitation to connect. Um, so that's something that, that just kind of relates back to why it's so important to have so many connections, because you don't know if, you know, five people that hardly know that person that you're trying to connect with, but they're connected. It shows that there's a relevance, like they're okay. These are like-minded people again, kind of saying the same kind of thing, but it does make you more attractive to want to connect with. Absolutely. Absolutely. A friend of a friend is always a friend. Exactly. <laughs> and then, um, yeah. And then another thing for me, just, I'm just talking about my own personal experiences. Cause now that I'm thinking about it, it's like, you know, I'm always on this. <laughs> um, but another thing is, you know, I do um, connect with people in the industry and it's the same thing. I look and see, oh, we've got those connections. Okay, sure. I'll, I'll accept I might've never met them or heard of them before, but sure. And then they start harassing me I, and I'm not kidding you. They are messaging me three times a day and they don't stop. And then they'll start saying things like, hello, are, are you not going to answer me? And I'm like, you are selling me on something that I don't need. And I just connected with you five minutes ago. You haven't even give me, given me time to look at your profile and you're already harassing me with sales content and I just don't have time for this. And then I get irritated and I delete you and that's that and I'm done. So, <laughs> so it's just a word to the wise. It's like, don't be that person. Like use LinkedIn appropriately is I guess what I'm trying to say. <laughs> yes. So sales navigator users, this is for you. <laughs> so it's, if you're automating a lot of your processes, which of course I am game for, I'm all about automation, you guys, data collection and automation is key to success, but you have to do it within limits, right? We always know that there's, there's a human based approach that needs to come in at some point or another. Don't make your first interaction so automated to the point where that person removes you. Um, there are times where I've seen that too, where people link their sales navigator up, they get it all up and running but they don't realize that you can add delays, you know, in between your communication. So in the event that somebody adds you and, you know, you want to put a message forward, wait, right? Add a delay in your automation so that you give that person time to absorb your content, right? And absorb who you are. And also, I mean, the message is key, right? If you're going in saying, here's my value proposition, buy my product or sign up, that's not a good introduction. How about ask the question, right? Like, hey, like, how's things, how are things going with Uptime Health, right? Be curious about the space as well. Do your research on these people. Like, look them up. Like, hey, Taylor, I know you're a director of growth at Uptime. Like, how are things going with partnerships? Anything that I can assist you with, you know? Like, go at it like you know the person a little bit more and you're doing that due diligence rather than blast mailing, you know, an entire list of the same message. It's not going to get you anywhere. Oh, no, that's so true because <laughs> I get those messages all the time and I ignore them and or I'm like, I don't want to, this is not something I need help with right now. I'm not interested in talking to you. And then the people that actually take the time to learn about me and address me as just a human being, <laughs> um, I give them time and I learn about their product or their service 
And then I realized, okay, maybe this isn't the right time, but now I feel connected to you. So maybe I will reach out to you and your company when the time is right. It's just, you know, take that extra step. Connect. I always say this, connect and comment. So don't connect and message, connect and comment. And what that means is don't go in directly into their email. Like, don't do that. Go to their profile, see what they've posted recently. Let them know that you listen to them, that you see their content and that you appreciate what they're putting out. You know, ask some questions, right, in their content because that shows a level of interest and it shows that you're taking your time out of your day to do that. And that goes a lot further than trying to, you know, push in mail messages. So definitely connect and comment. I love that. That's going to be our hashtag, isn't it? (laughs) For today, it's hashtag connect and comment. (laughs) And it really brings up an amazing point as well. Like you can do all of these things, but are you tracking it? Is the question, right? Um, Use LinkedIn analytics, right? Make sure that you are accurately assessing your data as well, especially if you're in sales navigator, it's got really awesome capabilities, but if you're not using that data to your advantage, you are definitely underutilizing the tool. So, you know, unlike or I guess like every other social media platform out there, data is key, right? And so they're providing you with so much information about people, use it, right? Use it to make better decisions, to make better connections, um, and to also further your reach, you know, on LinkedIn. Right. And um, another thing to just think about, so when you're trying to grow like a company page, like for Uptime Health, you know, we're always trying to increase our followers like any other company would. Um, because we're putting, we're putting tons of content out and we want people to see it. And so, um, a good way to do that, uh, especially as you're starting out, um, I recommended our entire company take a moment to go on their LinkedIn and invite their followers or their connections to follow up time health. And there is a very simple way to do that. And I'm not going to explain that process here, but if you Google it, it does tell you step-by-step how to do that. Um, and it's very simple. It'll take you 10 minutes at the most if you have a ton of connections, but I think there's a limit at a hundred that you can invite, but you can continuously do that. If you even set yourself a reminder, like every month to go in and do that, you'd be amazed at how many people actually click follow because they're like, Oh, sure. Whatever. takes me two seconds and it becomes a notification for them. Instead of having to go to your page and hit the follow button, it's literally a notification that has follow right there. And they click it and they go. And then look, you've just, you know, engaged them to see your content now. So, yeah. And sometimes you'll find that, um, you know, if you're a sales representative, a lot of your prospects or your clients will connect with you originally before they go to your company profile. So it's always good just to do your due diligence there so that they can see, you know, what the company is doing um, and make sure that you as a sales rep are going in and reposting and resharing things from your company as well. Be proud of what your company is doing. I think that is also a a key takeaway. Um, But yeah, overall, I think LinkedIn is a great, great platform if it's utilized correctly. Um, And so I do think that, you know, join the groups, get involved. Um, I read something earlier that I think is great to say um, towards the end of this podcast. And it was an article that mentioned that repurposing content is great. And I thought, wait a minute, repurposing content is great. What does that even mean? 
literally you create thousands and thousands of content and you are realizing as you scale your network that your pool is getting larger and larger and the people that you know you just added didn't see the stuff that you had you know months ago and if it's still relevant and it still applies into the industry repost it you know repurpose your content otherwise you are creating so much work for yourself so if there is a relevant blog post that's gaining a lot of traffic, you know, from Google Analytics, even if it was done a year ago, repurpose it because you never know how much that's going to get engagement from your new, you know, connections there. So definitely repurpose. That's so cycle. I feel like people forget that, that you, that you have new followers. They haven't seen your old stuff and it, oh my God. I love that. <laughs> repurpose, recycle, connect, yeah. comment. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we're talking about saving the earth or something. <laughs> Repurpose, <Honestly>, recycle. <laughs> recycle your work, you know, don't put the, you know, just like you said, don't spin your wheels on doing things so many in different, in so many different ways, you know, repurpose things that you've already done. Why, why let that content go to waste if only five people saw it? Right. Exactly. Well, we could continue talking about this, but I think we made our point here that LinkedIn is important. So <laughs> everyone needs to sign up or take a look, take a look today, take five minutes out of your day and look at what you're putting out there and spend time engaging with people because it does end up being really worth it for even for your company, even just for your own networking, because it doesn't matter whatever your role is in your company, it's going to matter who you're connected with and who you're engaging with, and it's going to help you in your career. So, well, thank you to everyone for listening to today's episode. Um, if you'd like to um, learn more about Uptime Health, our sponsor, you can go to uptimehealth.com. Um, and don't forget to subscribe to our podcast or comment below if you have any questions for us. Thank you. Thank you.